I'd just like a mini reading. It's quite an honor to talk to you again. Thank you so much. All right, well, Andre, thank you. It's, uh, it's very enlightening. That's true, and I, and I know better. Yeah, you're right. My, my own guys have been telling me now you're talking about it. Thank you very much. Well, hello and welcome back to the Talk with Andre show, now called Everyday Miracles, literally the little magic that happens in our lives. Now, a few weeks ago, we had a miracle uh, visitor come in on the show, NJ Falk, and she's going to join me again in the studio tonight. So be prepared for fun, laughter, change, excitement, and much, much more. She's a modern-day mentor, Forbes writer, serial entrepreneur, and will inspire you with every single word. Open to new ways of living, the better you. The woman who always wanted to be NJ dazzles us right now because she's going to be herself and magical and she's going to actually give us a chance to really understand a couple of things about ourselves and that is that in this season, a lot of people turn their back on the holiday season. It's too much stress, it's too much pressure. They're worried about family, they're worried about connecting. But tonight, we're going to change all that and we're going to make this the best month of your life ever. And as we go on with the show, we will inspire, we will change the energy, we will get people thinking, we will bring real hope, we will help you find new direction, and you will understand your problems better than ever, because we're about to guide you on a whole new life. Welcome, NJ. Thank you, Andre. I'm so happy to be back with you. Nice to have you in the studio. You've been very busy. You have a TV show as well, don't you, right now? I do. It's so exciting. I'm on the Ever Talk TV network. It's a network that's the first ever. Uh, that's a talk show network, and we debuted with the Forward Females show just a few weeks ago, and you were one of my first guests. Actually, you were, along with Carolyn Faulkner, the Britain's coolest astrologer, and we just did another show yesterday in the studio with Chris Voss, who's uh, one of the former top FBI negotiators and talked all about negotiating because he's such an expert. And my whole mission now is to bring this sort of modern day mentorship and advice to people and carry it forward as the forward female. And I know that Chris has a book out there, which actually in the industry right now for people negotiating and learning, what's his book called? It's called Never Split the Difference. And it is really funny because most people think we have to split the difference and it can completely changes the way you see business. It's an amazing book. It really is. And um, my copy is well-worn and I use it a lot, his tips, in terms of negotiating, especially when I'm working with um, vendors, contracts, um, sitting in a meeting. Uh, his tips have really helped me think about how I should be approaching things differently and what to do next. Well, he made a comment on the show yesterday, and that was that uh, when you go into a situation, a negotiation or discussion, always tell people the problems first. You know, actually say there's going to be a problem. Don't apologize afterwards. Apologize first for these issues that may be coming up. And I was thinking about that. A lot of time we have a conversation with people and we wait until the end to say, I'm really sorry, when we should be saying, look, I'm sorry, this is what's going to happen, this is what we need to do. So it was just for me, on a negotiation point of view, it was a very interesting show. And uh, where can people find the show if they want to listen? The show is on Ever Talk TV under the name The Forward Female. 
and it's hosted by me, and you can just go to Evertalk, or it's on a podcast with Apple as well. So please Ooh, join us. fancy. <laughs> I know, right? And so, you know, we'd love you to follow along, and it's very exciting. And I think Chris brought up a lot of good points. I mean, one of my favorite things is he talks about is um, how important it is to sometimes say no, and no is the beginning of a negotiation. Really? But, yeah. It's, wow. I know. You would think just the opposite. Yeah. But actually, no is really the start many times of the whole discussion about what you want to talk about, how you need to deal with the situation, whether it's in your business or personal life. And again, his uh, whole idea about bringing up things that are important and possibly the bad news first and being nice and saying it in a considerate, gentle way is the real beginning of positive discussion on a topic. Do you think women have a harder time saying no than men? I, I hate to generalize, but I think that might be true because we're often brought up to behave and approach things in a certain way and a man can possibly be more aggressive or tougher in a conversation, mm -hmm. and women may shy away from that. And these are the skills that um, you can do this in a way that you're comfortable with, but also allows you to negotiate and have the power in the room as well as your counterpart, which may be also a woman. And it's only, it's only a two-letter word, but its importance is very significant because you're putting up a barrier. When you're saying no, you're saying no to a thing, a situation, or even a thought. And it's such a powerful thing. And most people discount no. And actually, they're just like, well, maybe I could have. They're not direct. And directness, I think, in negotiation is really important. I do, too. And I, I think the point that you started with, I was in a meeting just the other day where um, the counterpart saved all the bad news for the end. And I think everyone was sitting there saying, well, why did they wait till the end? Why were we not having an honest, forthright discussion and going over all the details from the very beginning? It just was confusing. It didn't make sense. And for all the people calling in right now, we're going to open the lines in a few minutes. Right now, we're going to get the, close line, the, 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 the lines closed as we just talk about the holiday season and share a few things. So if you call back in about five minutes, I guarantee you'll get through to us. So start writing down the questions because we're going to talk about this month. So this month of December, first of all, it's the end of the year. And it's a very important lunar phase right now. So if I remember correctly, I made my notes here. It's the last... <laughs> oh, wait, did you get that from Carolyn? <laughs> <laughs> of course, because you're Carolyn Faulkner, the astrologer to the world, and, by the way, the funniest and sweetest person I've ever met. Absolutely, absolutely. Love, love Carolyn, your ears must be burning right now. So whatever you've done, <laughs> this, this is the time, the last 10 years of all the karma's being cleansed. And this actually, for me, is an important month because it's the last payment I made from a long time ago when I had a lot of issues and Congratulations. resolved them. So I'm now debt-free, so to speak. Um, and it's uh, from 12-12 to 12-21, there's a 10-day energy portal, which means... Say those dates again, please. 12-12, uh, so the 12th of December to the 21st of December. Wow. It's time to get the shovel and clean out the mess of your life. Because you can be forgiven for anything. This is the time when you can get rid of all those problems. And it just so happens it's just before Christmas. So, And we're doing the show right now, just so happens, very close to the portal. 
So it means that you can call in and we will forgive you for all your sins. <laughs> we will. I love that. Whether it's your dress sense, which is my problem. And by the way, folks, since meeting NJ, I have completely changed. I am no longer just going to Target or thrift stores. No, just kidding. I'm actually going to really classy places. Well, you you look great. <laughs> I applaud your jacket sense that you've been embracing and... Um, I think you feel better, right? Well, it was so hard because typical of guys, we don't always tend to think about our clothes. But being in the spiritual world, I had a certain man that was uh, very, very powerful that since I've met you has been knocking on my door. And every time I put a shirt on, if I don't iron it, I feel like I'm going to get yelled at. So <laughs> I, mean, I think that might be true. I'm becoming the king of irons. I tell you, you, <laughs> you, should, you should see my shirts. Everything is like perfect and just iron. So... Um, that, the gentleman, so thank you for that. So expect closure, detoxification, decluttering, apologies from people that should have apologized a long time ago. You're going to get forgiveness, the end of all negative cycles. I love this, by the way. You're going to resolve conflict, and you're also going to release the past, have renewed hope, and you're going to feel completely best. Actually, on the 24th is the day of blessing. It's the final phase of the moon. So on the 24th, you are going to feel absolutely, incredibly blessed. So that happens to be Christmas Eve. So what, a, what, a, what an interesting time to do our show. Very interesting. And also, I really love this. I mean, this is so inspirational to me, and I'm sure every, to everyone that's listening. It's this incredible opportunity. You need to embrace it. And it's also a time about self-reflection. And also what you can say to other people, you can use it as this, you can actually use this information or data, because I'm such a business person, <laughs> um, and introduce it into a conver conversation and break the ice with it. So maybe... Maybe you should repeat those points just one more time. Well, I repeat. Take notes. But you Take need, notes, people. You need to know what your rising sign is for all this. So you need to get Carolyn's book or she on her website. There's a free service where you can actually find out what your rising sign is. So, And that's Carolyn Faulkner. Uh, you can't miss that. Just type in that all over the world. She's pretty famous. Her book is incredible. And also, you have to pay attention right now. Listen, write it down. From the 12th of December to the 21st of December is the main portal. The day of blessing is the night of the 23rd for the whole of the 24th is a blessed day when literally if you do a random act of kindness to somebody, you get a blessing back. If you make a donation to somebody, if you give a gift to somebody, if you're kind to somebody, you're going to get blessed. So... Start being nice on the 24th because miracles do happen. Well, maybe practice before that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'll start right. I'm going to start right now. What would you like? Coffee? Tea? Um, uh, <laughs> closure? Detoxification? This is what you need to expect. Decluttering? You get apologies from people that you would least expect to get apologies from. You'll get forgiveness. It's the ending of all negative cycles. It is resolving of conflict. It is releasing the past. It is renewed hope. And it is blessing. So from the 12th of this month until the 21st, actually into the 24th, it is a chance for real change. Now, before I take all these callers, okay, what does this period mean to you? Because there's all these Christmas parties and people, a lot of people don't go to them or avoid them. Mm. And people don't decorate their homes anymore. Why is that? Is that true? Yeah, less and less. Why, why is that such a, 
It's such an important thing to do, do you think, for this particular season? For me, I I think it's really important to get out and be with people because I've always believed in networking, interacting, and you don't know what's going to happen. Something really great could happen, and a lot of times you have to push yourself to do that. And it doesn't happen over the phone. It means putting your phone down, looking someone in the eye, doing something in person, and making those connections. And those bonds, those deep bonds usually happen in person. So um, in the past, I've had to force myself sometimes, and I even do sometimes now. But I know it's really important to get out there to socialize. People are joyful at this time of year. Participate in the joy. I mean, it, it, it feels good. But I hear the classic thing, I have nothing to wear. I mean, that's uh, more and more people say to me, I'm not going to go out tonight because I'm not feeling social. I have nothing to wear. Um, what am I going to say to people? Is there, are there things that you can start a conversation with that you would suggest? And are there classic clothes or things you'd suggest, for first of all, for ladies to wear and men to wear? Mm-hmm. What should we be wearing at this time of year? Well, I think I'm going to refer to Dale Carnegie, um, who has some books that were, you know, classics for over 50 years now, the easiest way to have a conversation or start with someone is ask them about themselves. You don't even have to talk about you. Everybody loves to talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. So that's the perfect way to break the ice, start the conversation. You don't have to worry about what you're going to say and just reach out to whoever you're with and different people and uh, start asking them about themselves or what they're doing or their company's doing and you suddenly have an icebreaker. So I think that's really easy. You don't have to worry if you don't have to focus about yourself. Don't, over, don't oversell yourself. You know, in, in these particular situations, you just need to have a conversation with somebody and asking them a simple question like, so how's your day going and how are you? These are things that I think we, we don't tend to do. We don't listen as much maybe as we used to. Right, and become a good listener. Break the ice with questions like that. Become a good listener, and before you know it, you're involved in great conversations. People are introducing you. And by the way, when you're doing that, they love you back because you're, they're so happy you're asking about them. So it's very reciprocal. It's a good feeling. And then that conversation will lead into other conversations, and then hopefully there'll be enough information there to get a good conversation going. Absolutely. In terms of attire, you know, one of the things that I do, um, and, and now in this Instagram world, I think it's really easy. If I'm going to a party or a big event or even a smaller event, I look to see what people might have worn last year. I look. And, really? Yeah, it's so easy. Well, then you sort of say, oh, that's the dress code. Yeah. You don't have to wonder what to wear as much. It eases um, your own concern about um, what you're putting on, and it's sort of an easy way to get a cue in terms of, I don't have anything to wear. Well, maybe that's not true. And one of the things I also do all year long is I never buy anything usually for a particular occasion. I only buy clothes or things that I love, and they're literally sitting in my closet so that when I'm invited to an event, I don't have to worry so much about what I'm going to wear. I I know it's in my closet. It's something I love or look good in already. I've sort of already pre-styled it, Mm -hmm. and I pull it out, and then I'm super comfortable. But I literally look on Instagram. You can see, go back a year, 
and see if the person had a party or a similar party. This is what people were attired in. So that's one thing. The other thing is, you know, depending on what it says on the invitation, cocktail attire, California casual. I mean, just take your cue what from is, the host or hostess. What is California casual? Because I've heard New York casual, <laughs> London casual, California. What, what's California casual? Well, for me, I think for men, it's probably jeans and possibly a great blazer with a shirt at this time of year. Um, and just, you know, you can be today, like in the studio, I put on a dress with a little sparkly collar because I wanted to be festive and happy. For women, I think casual is now you would be, you could wear a great pair of pants or jeans with a sparkly top. And have some fun. And guys, you got to check out what she's wearing on Instagram. It is this cute little dress, and it's got the sparkly collar. It's spangalized the collar there. It's all the. You've got this amazing little purse. Is that your case for your glasses? It's, it's, it is. It sparkles. Um, I have a joke about myself. I said this to one of my girlfriends one time. I never wear sparkles, which is incomplete and utter lie. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's the joke. We, whenever I see her, I'm like, I never wear sparkles because it's so. Because I'm always put a little bit of sparkle on once in a while. It makes you feel good. And cheat. I uh, this this coming last weekend, I went to a Christmas party with Frankie, my girlfriend, and when we were over there, we um, we had to wear red. I didn't have anything really that was red, so I got. A, she lent me one of her scarves. Perfect. And it was perfect because I walked in there. There was the red. Everybody fitted in, but a lot of people didn't make the effort. It was almost like they were, they just, you could you could feel they weren't making the effort. They just kind of turned up. And I don't understand that. I, th- I actually think it's rude mm-hmm. because if a host or a hostess, a couple, whatever, haven't put in the effort to invite everybody, why are you not putting your best foot forward when they're putting their best foot forward? And limit yourself on the drinking. If you're going to a social event or a work event, don't get... Don't get too tipsy because you'll regret it the following when you get back to work on the Monday. Just go and enjoy yourself. Sometimes having a conversation is better than having a drink. So really interact. And if the dance floor opens up, get on and do a little few moves, especially you guys because I know the guys all kind of, they heard all together. And then one guy might go on the dance floor and then three guys follow him. But just go be the first one out there and and have some fun. Have fun. I mean... There's only so many opportunities in life to have fun. Have, go have a good time. Do you think that people are having a harder time kind of letting go and having fun? I, I, I've seen a lot of parties where, mainly because of the Me Too movement, that where the, the guys are in one side of the room, the women on the other side of the room, and there's almost like a not, there's, there's not, they can't seem to communicate and come together. It seems less and less that people are, especially the opposite sexes, are communicating. I think it's more possibly due to the fact that we're we're in this digital time where we're looking at our phones. We have an intimacy on our phones that maybe is easy to have on your phone yeah. with people, but when you're actually in person, you're out of practice. So you have to work on your in-person interaction skills, and we we've all gotten a little weak on that perhaps. I was in Sherman Oaks recently, and uh-huh. I went to this little little Japanese place, and there was a couple there, and they were facing each other, and they were t- both texting. And they barely looked at their food, and they had, didn't have a conversation. I don't know who they were texting, but they were texting each other. But for the whole thing, there was a phone in one hand and the chopsticks in the other. And it was just like two people really close together, but a million miles apart. 
One of the saddest things I've seen, actually. Well, I think a lot of people are confronting that, and that's why I said before I think you sh- it's important to put your phone down when you're in certain situations so you're having that eye contact. And we've, uh, again, we've learned, we've lost that skill of having an interesting dialogue with each other. So it's something you have to practice. So do you think we could go phone free for a day? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if you could have seen the look on MJ's face, you know, you'd say phone free. Yeah, phone just is it? Would it be? Why don't we just have times when we just turn off our phones when it's a social event, and maybe just leave the phone in the car or in the back pocket, and just test out having a conversation with people? Because if you lose that skill, you lose the, the, the communication. It doesn't just affect you with your friendships; it also affects you in life because. At some point in your life, you have to have a conversation with people. And why not just use this period to really make that connection? I think that's a great idea. And what you could do is start in shorter time spurts, and I'll probably test it myself. Do two hours and see how that goes. Do four hours. Pick a party and put your phone down, whatever, and and try it that Uh, way. Did you say four hours without the phone? Uh, That's... You really mean four hours? <laughs> I don't know if I really meant it. I, I, I was like, we could try. She's nodding her head no as she's saying yes. <laughs> <laughs> so twelve. So so we've got this portal coming up, and we've got this. This is a chance to really not just get an apology, but also give apologies. Do you think this would be a good idea to sit down and start to say, okay, what do I need to get out of my life right now? What do I need to detox? Who do I need to apologize to? Who do I need to let go of? Wouldn't this be a good opportunity from the 12th to the 24th to do that? I think it's a great opportunity, and that's why I said to everyone, write write down some of these ideas because those are the icebreakers that will allow you to have those conversations with people, and maybe you make a list of the people that you really want to have those discussions with and Maybe you don't try and go to the whole list. Maybe you prioritize the ones that are really super important to you because it might be too much to take everything on, but pick the ones that are really important. So just before we go into the next conversation, that is talking about the energy of Christmas. We're going to take a short break, but I've got a question for you. Listen out there, folks, and I want you to see if you can answer this question. What Christmas song holds the highest charting Guinness World Record? So of all the songs of Christmas that have ever actually been produced, and these are the three major ones, White Christmas with Bing Crosby, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by Gene Autry, or All I Want for Christmas is You, Mariah Carey. So I wonder which one it is. So we'll come back. I think I know. You know? Maybe. All right, okay. We're back in just shortly. You'll listen to Talk with Andre's show, now called Everyday Miracles. I am honored and blessed to have NJ Folk in the studio, a mentrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, a motivator, a life changer, but more important, she's going to make you look good, feel good in this holiday season. So get a chance to pick up your phone right now, ready to call in and listen to another great show as we take you on a journey of real change. Hello, caller. You're live on air. Hello. Hi, who am I speaking to? My name is Dale, Dale Box. Hey, Dale. Could you turn down your radio for me? Turn down my... Um, the radio. The volume? Yeah, because we yeah, can... I turned, oh, thank I you. I turned it down. So, my dear, what can we do for you? Okay. 
I am going to be 70 years old on the 29th. Congratulations. And I've had a great, thank you. I've had great health. I'm a a spiritual practitioner for over 30 years. And I'm having some uh, a bacterial infection in my gut, in my lower abdomen, and inflammation. Haven't been able, so I saw the doctor. I'm I'm on heavy duty um, antibiotics. And Mm -hmm. then herpes shows up. So fear is showing up. A lot of times in my life, I pray for death because I had a tough life. And then I decided I wanted to live uh, about 30 years ago. So before you tell me, tell me anything else, you've got a lot of bacteria in that gut that needs to be taken care of. The medication you're on is going to really help that. But you also see to, need to see someone who is a naturopath that can take a closer look at it because there's an underlying thing going on as well. Have you ever had a colonic or have you considered having colonics? Yes, I've had, I had yes, several times. Right. When? How long ago? Oh, last one, maybe six months ago. Right, okay. I would consider going back. Whereabouts are you based? Which part of the country? San Diego. San Diego. Now, um, there is a, a place down there called Nourish, and Nourish is uh, Dr. Adrian Stewart is the doctor down there. I would go online, look at Nourish, and go and see them. There's not much I can do on, on the air for you, but you need to have uh, a naturopathic view of what's going on. They need to do a culture. They need to find out exactly what this infection is. I have a feeling it's linked to food poisoning or contaminated food, and it could be parasitical in nature. So it needs to be uh, looked at carefully, naturopathically, and then treated alongside the medical treatment, which I think will completely help you. Does that make sense? It does. I have two doctors, one who does energy medicine. Yes. And she has a machine that, that figures things out. And so um, she told me to go take the meds immediately. Yes. When she found out, I couldn't go. Yeah. So I'll see her. So you think food poisoning or parasitic? Okay. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> naturopathic. Uh, is there any, what I'm trying to figure out, what is my emotional cause? What is the spiritual cause? What did I do? What did I not well, do? Well, I don't think, see, this is always the link. People always think they've done something wrong to get sick, and it's not always the case. Unfortunately, I think you might have had a bad salad or something that was maybe contaminated, and you've got an infection. And this infection, the meds are helping, but you need to get treatment immediately with um, with a naturopath and with obviously taking the drugs. But you don't want to leave this because it could get worse. But you're only 70-year-olds. You're a puppy. You're a mere baby. So you're going to recover. <laughs> Wait, can I add one thing? Um, have they given you probiotics? Um, because No, I take them. Mm-hmm. I do take them. And, and I'm taking them um, two or three hours after the, the, uh, Great. the heavy stuff. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah um, but, but we need to... We, I eat cleanly. Yeah, it, it, that doesn't matter. I mean, even people who eat cleanly can get infections. I think it's important to identify what it is. The naturopaths have better tools than most of the medical profession do to look at things in a more holistic way, and I think that will assist and help. Now, I've got a question for you. What are your plans for the holiday season? Uh, to be with family here in San Diego. All right. Do you going to decorate at all? Husband, I'm going to decorate with my daughter in her home. Right. So, how do you decorate? How do you decorate? Well, we'll be putting up the manger, and I'll be telling the grandchildren the stories of manger and why Christ is important in our life, as unconditional love awakening in our heart, and um, to celebrate love and connection and being kind and compassionate, forgiveness. Well, that's that's great. I mean, what can we add to that, NJ? So she's going to decorate the manger. She's going. She's going full bore. On, on this Christmas period. Any suggestions you could offer to her? Mm. 
Wow. I think she's got it down. I mean, I'm not sure if I have any suggestions for that. I always think about you have to just maintain your own style over the holidays. And um, when the family's there, some of the things that I love to do um, is have activities for people. I always used to love to put out a puzzle really, for people to put together and gather around a table. It's really fun. That's one of my favorite ideas during the holidays. And I like to have a a small table, especially the kids like to join in and put a beautiful complex puzzle out. It's one of my favorite things instead of, uh, instead of looking at the TV and, and all the games that are on. We used to to play Monopoly and Clue and Mm -hmm. all those things on Christmas day. Right. Uh, But my grandmother, she was, she was a cheat. She was almost blind. She was 90 years old. Oh, goodness. But she always seemed to kind of find a way to win at Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> so she was competitive. I love that. Uh, anyway, we have to let you go. Thank you for calling in. Thank have a, you. Have thank a wa- you. God bless. Have a great thank holiday season. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Isn't that true, though? We don't see as many games anymore. Let's bring this person on. I love games. Hello, caller. You're live on air. Hello, caller. Hello. Hi, who am I speaking to? Um, Elise. Hey, Elise. Do you have a radio in the background? I do. She's turning it down right now. You're an angel, thank you. So, Elise, what can we do for you? By the way, I love your energy. There's there's a bubbleness around you. And uh, I feel like you're quite creative and quite talented. Does that make sense? Yes. So, what's your question for us? So I am in the middle of starting a business, but I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> like a lot of other people. <laughs> Just curious to see if that is going to work out for me. Well, tell NJ a little bit about the business and let this amazing serial entrepreneur here give you some really good guidance. Okay. So I do eyelash extensions and mm. I can't wear them myself and I get tired of doing them all day, every day anyway. So I created um, a new type of strip lash that goes under the lash that are way easier to apply. And I've been working on it for about a year now and I'm waiting for my first bigger shipment to come in right now. How exciting. And wow. Yes, it is exciting, but it's taking forever. (laughs) And I've already switched some clients over and whatnot, but um, it's terrifying. Okay, well, um, one, it's scary starting up a business and changing. And two, um, when you're waiting for your product and hoping it comes in, a lot of these things always take longer than you expect. So that's sort of part of the process. And um, when you're being an entrepreneur, there's always roadblocks and challenges that come your way. And you know what? The funny thing is it never really stops. You think it's going to stop at some particular point, and it doesn't. It's just always part of the process. And the way that you respond and handle those things is what sort of helps your business go forward. It's also obviously you're investing in your business and um, the monetary investment and the time is stressful. It sounds like one thing I can tell you is you're probably in a great market. I mean, the eyelash market is growing. Really? Absolutely. Wow. It's one, uh, and the whole beauty market. So 
kudos to you. I think you're in a segment, in a growing segment that might uh, pay off with a lot of hard work. Uh, and that's a great step forward. And then obviously sometimes it's hard to control your suppliers and vendors. When do you think the shipment's coming in? Well, it's just stuck in the customs, and as oh. soon as it gets oh. out, it will be here in 24 hours. <laughs> I've However, pers- it's been in customs since the day before um, Thanksgiving. Oh. Mm. So um, what port is it coming through? Where are you located? What port is it coming through? Is it Los Angeles? It's in, like, it's Nashville or Texas or something, uh-huh. um, and I'm in the O.C., Okay. Yeah. So, um, especially this time of year, there's an enormous, um, backlog with products because people are preparing in the holidays. And so you're not uh, the exception. This happens a lot going forward. You may need someone to help you through the process and expedite things. So you might want to hire a consultant on shipments who are someone who's trained in that to expedite your shipment through. So those are sort of the, the things that you need to learn over time. So it's part of the process. So, so Angela, there's actually a person that you can hire to help get these shipments through the ports. I didn't know that. That's a really good piece of advice. Yeah, there's, um, it depends, but there's definitely agents and, um, that work with you and your companies that can help you do that. And, you know, it depends on the size of your business, but especially if it's critical to your business and perhaps a lot of women want to be beautified right about now. And that's why there's more angst associated with this because you were obviously hoping to introduce this product perhaps around holiday time because there might be more demand. I'm just surmising that. I don't know that as a fact. And I have a question for you. I, 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 you mentioned that you were quite nervous about this. Are you nervous about selling to the, to the public or are you just nervous about things not arriving? Um, I'm just nervous in general. Like, I want it to work out, and I put a lot of time into it, and it's just nerve-wracking, like, the whole thing. But here's the thing. Businesses are not built overnight. They're Mm -hmm. actually built one step, one problem at a time. (laughs) And so it's a combination of those things that propel you forward. So being nervous is actually a good thing because it helps you uh, pour into the details, worry about the things that are important, and you can kind of embrace that in a way. Um, It should bring you strength, and with experience in doing this, you're going to gain more confidence. So if you weren't nervous, I think I'd be a little worried. And and NJ is very experienced. She's worked in, in, in situations that... As, as a woman, are very challenging. She's worked with a lot of men. She's worked on the high-end part of business. She's done international import and exports. Absolutely. Um, so her advice is, sorry, let me tell you, this is the most competent woman that I've ever worked with. <laughs> and she, um, she gets things done. She really does. So, But it didn't start out that way. It didn't just happen overnight, did it, NJ? It doesn't happen overnight. And you build on that experience. And you learn from what goes wrong. If you don't learn from what goes wrong, then you're not going to advance yourself forward. So that's a really, really important thing. So, okay, the shipment's not here. 
rats it should have been here yeah. and um but now you know let's explore who is bringing that in for you um what are the things that you need in the documentation you know what you're going to learn a lot from this so the next time it's going to be smoother and easier so it's it's a good and a bad thing and i'm excited for you this Me sounds too. like what a wonderful thing she's in the fashion i and- want the extensions i'm ready so what we <laughs> so i want you to go onto instagram Andre the Healer, go find me, and then find what's what's the best Instagram for to find you as well. Uh, I think the best one for me is my name, the initials N and J, and then Falk F A L K, and I can answer questions and help you out. And I've had so many people DM me. Um, we're also at the Forward Female on Instagram, but um, I'm so happy to help, and um, I'm rooting for you. And NJ will really change your life in business. When it comes to business, you won't meet anybody finer. So do, do go to Instagram and reach, reach out to us. And when these extensions come in, I know somebody sitting here that's getting all smiley about your extensions. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <laughs> Thanks for calling in. Good luck. All the, all the best. Thank you. Have a wonderful season. You too. So uh, that's something that I think is really important, NJ, is that you know, starting a business, people think, I'm going to start a business and make money straight away. It doesn't work that way, does it? It doesn't. It do, unless you have some incredible stroke of luck, and a lot of times you think someone's had this luck, but it's actually been built up o- over a period of time, and then they have this tipping point that really propels the business forward. I heard a story about the Cabbage Patch Dolls, which were a huge success many years ago. Mm-hmm. And the gentleman that was doing that just couldn't get things together. It took him almost two years to kind of get everything worked out. Right. And then he basically started, people started saying, you know, who wants to buy dolls anymore? You know, this is not the fashion. This is not going to work. But he just had this feeling, this overwhelming drive, and it became one of the most successful toys, I think, of any Christmas period ever that's ever been made or produced. So I think it's you've got to have an instinct and a gut belief. And she's doing things differently. She's doing under the eyelash, which I didn't. I don't know really know the difference because I'm a guy, but it sounds good. Well, normally um, the lashes are put over the lash. Obviously, I just said that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this must be something unique. So maybe um, maybe it doesn't damage the lash as much. I don't really know, but it sounds like a really incredible idea. And maybe it doesn't clog the pores as much. And again, I'm high. I'm I have no idea, and maybe I should have asked those questions. Yeah, so as a, as a guy, guy's perspective, I'm realizing that we need to spend more time on ourselves because you girls really, you really do a lot of work, not just for yourselves, but to look presentable when you're out in public. Uh, it, why is it, do you think men don't do that as much? Because I, I, I'm definitely trying. I, I, I must admit, I was, <laughs> I was a slob, and, uh, but I've changed a lot, and I've noticed. What? the difference in the way that I'm treated and how people talk to me. It makes a difference when you dress a little bit nicer. I think it really does. I think it, one, you feel better personally and it, you convey a new sense of confidence. And I'm talking about you in general for everyone and uh, people respond to that and it, it makes them feel good about you. It's I think it's really important, and also you're creating your own brand wherever you go. I mean, it's how you're representing yourself, how you're entering a room, how you're appearing at a meeting. I mean, it shows that you care about yourself. 
And I think if you're going for a job interview or you're going to a Christmas party, even if you don't have a lot of money, shop around, even thrift stores. There's things you can find. But go a little bit more classy. Find clothes that make you look and feel good. Would you agree with that, NJ? I do. And, again, you know, you can do this on even the smallest of budgets or by taking more time and shopping your own closet and saying, you know what, if you've got a good piece, put it with jeans, a great skirt with a different top. It just depends, but it really ma- I think you'll feel better. So we're going to open the lines again, 818-921-3767. You can also text me at openrhineradio at skype.com if you don't want to talk on the air. It might take us a few seconds to get to you. And uh, ask your questions concisely and precisely, and we'll answer them exactly the same. We have on the radio right now NJ. NJ is involved with the Forward Female. She's also a serial entrepreneur. She's a modern-day mentor and also a writer for Forbes magazine. So a contributor there. Wow. These are a lot of things that you do, NJ. There uh, is. And, you know, writing and being creative is a passion of mine. And uh, it's been wonderful having this column online with Forbes and being able to bring this kind of advice to a wide audience and that's sort of what's triggered the the part of what triggered the forward female and the show is everyone wanting some really practical actionable advice and then I get to go out to all these experts and gather it and bring it to everyone I love paying it forward and bringing my experience to everyone and I think that the one thing that you particularly uh, as enhanced me is actually talking to some of the people that you've been involved with, some of the young women that have worked with you, how much you've changed their lives. So I want everybody that's, if you're a young girl out there right now and you want to become an entrepreneur or you want to learn how to negotiate or you want to know how to be fair in a relationship, all these things, the forward female is the way to go. I've actually Thank sat, uh, the other day I was there at the show. You were. And uh, that was a negotiator that was a negotiator for the FBI and went around the world negotiating in some of the most dangerous places in the world. Absolutely. I mean, Chris Voss has, uh, was a top FBI negotiator and has been in some really you know, life-threatening situations and saving lives and has brought that uh, to his book and the content. One of the things that that he brought up is, um, you know, trying to take the emotion out of things Mm -hmm. when you're, that's so critical when you're talking about things and in a situation, whether it's personal or business and really taking the emotion out and being thoughtful about that because it just doesn't help the situation. Because he was particularly involved in hostage situations correct? where one wrong word and the person could kill the hostage. So he had to literally relate and connect to somebody that was obviously very violent and often dangerous. Right, and keep people talking, learning about what was really on their mind. And that's part of the whole process is just learning and listening and finding out what's on the other person's mind and using that information and showing that you care and that you're interested. And often when you're dealing with a bank or you're dealing with finances, it's like dealing with a hostage situation. Only they're holding on to your money so if you can learn these basic skills, and his book, remind me of the name of the book again. Never Split the Difference, because in his, in his book, he talks about the fact that just splitting the difference is not really helping either side, and you're not really gaining. You're not negotiating. So right. a negotiation is an important part of life, and it's something you have to learn. 
I'll give you an example. Just recently, okay. I spoke to a gentleman, a young guy, who bought a car, and he did no negotiation for the vehicle. So he ended up paying top dollar for everything, and he came away, and he's now he's angry, he's upset. It's been a couple of months since he's bought the vehicle, and he's really angry about the situation. <clears throat> but he didn't want to argue or negotiate. He felt like that the car dealer would just take care of him. Do you think that's becoming more commonplace where people maybe are not negotiating as much as they need to and then regret it later? I don't know if it's becoming commonplace. I think part of negotiating and do, is doing your homework and being prepared. It's uh, And you should practice. Take out your notes. Write things mm-hmm. down. I was in a meeting the other day, and someone who was uh, on the same side and team with me they came with a very small notebook they had all their points written out in advance there were like seven or ten concise points and they used those bullet points as their reference uh to to have a productive discussion with um the opposite side and i think whether you're going to a dealership you should be prepared what's your Mm -hmm. price what are your points uh, come with your information. When you're ready and prepared, you have the confidence to really enter into the negotiation. Which brings me to the holiday season right now. <laughs> okay, yeah, you, let's get back to You're that. probably going to have a family that's going to come over. You're probably going to go visit people. Uh-huh. What you've just mentioned is if you have a list of things that maybe you should say or shouldn't say, even a mental list when you're going to certain things. So, for instance, in the boss, if you walk into a work situation – Knowing the correct way to handle things is, and just preparing yourself for the conversations or if you're meeting new people. I know sometimes it's harder for the husband or the wife of somebody going to their, work, their husband or wife's work mm-hmm. situation because you don't feel like you know anybody. Right. Well, you're in the room full of other people that are partners that don't know anybody either. So you just have to start conversations. And there's certain key points like, hi, my name's Andre. Who are you? And, right. And, 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 and asking questions. Is there any tips that you'd give when, if you're the spouse and you're being dragged along to some weird and wacky holiday party, do you have any suggestions for that poor spouse? Well, one, I think it's always important to, obviously, hopefully you're introduced, but if not, um, and lots of times, don't forget, someone may forget someone's name. (laughs) So um, don't take that personally and just reach out and introduce yourself as part of the process because... um, they could be nervous too, but I think it's also about listening. And then again, you can start by asking about the other people and engaging that way. And remember, you don't have to like everybody and everybody doesn't have to like you. Right. So if somebody particularly gives you a hard time, don't try and please them. Just move on to the next person. They might be having a bad day. They might have had a little bit too much tequila. Uh, who knows? And don't personalize that, right? It, may, yeah. it has may have nothing to do with you, and um, that's really important. They may have something else on their mind. So don't take it upon yourself and don't internalize that. When I was a young man, I started doing sales. I must have been about 17. Mm-hmm. I was with this old sales guy, and we went into the shop, and the woman was so rude to us, and he was really polite, and he was really nice. He wasn't offended. And she just kind of said, we don't want you here, but he left his card and so on and so forth. And I asked him when we got back in the car, I said, why did you do that? She was really rude to you. He said, just wait and see. She's going to feel really bad about that interchange. And at some point, Mm -hmm. she'll reach out to me. A week later, she reached out to him, apologized that she was going through a bad time and so on and so forth. 
asked him to go back to the shop. He went back to the shop, shop and that was the biggest sale we had that month. Wow. So the lesson for me is it doesn't matter how rude somebody is, how difficult they are, I won't, I'll be very polite with them and I'll move on and hopefully when I come back, that situation has changed. So don't take offense and don't write people off just because they're having a bad day. That actually happened to me recently where um, I was somewhere, someone I knew mm-hmm. um, actually just yelled at me out of the blue. Wow. I know. And it was so uncharacteristic of that person. And I thought, you know what? She must be having a bad day. It has nothing to do with me. And my job is not to react. My job is to be gracious because I'm going to bump into her again. And don't personalize it. Interesting story for you. I made a mistake and I missed a flight and I was late getting to New York. And it was really important for me because I was going to see the Dalai Lama. (gasps) And he was doing a big presentation there at one of the hotels. So I got to the hotel, and when I arrived, because of the super silly mistake I'd made, it was over. <gasps> so I was staying in the hotel, so I, I just walked back, got into the elevator, and on the 10th floor, because I was thinking on the 15th floor, it stopped. And guess who walked into the elevator? <gasps> the Dalai Lama. And he reached over and grabbed my hands, and he said, said a blessing to me, and then he got out on the same floor as me. We were on the same floor. What are would, the odds? I would never have met him if that if I had not been late. So I could have seen him in distance in a room, mm-hmm. but I got personal contact. So I will tell you personally that the mistakes you make in life can often lead to great successes. Sometimes the detour you're forced to make can change your life dramatically. And Jay, you've had hours of hard talking here, so I really Thank appreciate you. Thank you for having me back. This has been incredible and a wonderful experience. Thank you. So from all of us here in the studio, from NJ and I, I wish you many, many blessings for this holiday season. But more importantly, go do it. Go live it. Go be it. Success is what you make it. Thank you. Good night and God bless.